welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond where we share our experiences of language learning with you as well as the stories of other Australians and a few international guests who love learning, working with and communicating using other languages. I'm Beck, And I'm Penny and welcome to episode 60 and another year. Welcome back. Happy New Year. I know. <laughs> it almost feels a bit late to be saying that now, doesn't it? Does. It does. Although I do feel like the year doesn't really start until after Australia Day. For, for our international listeners um, that day, which also is a bit contentious these days, not everybody likes calling it that. We have other names for it as well. Um, but it is our first public holiday of the year after New Year's Day mm-hmm. um, and it's in the last week of January and it usually is after that that schools go back for the beginning of the school year. Um, also, lots of people who may have been taking holidays and things throughout January tend to be back after that public holiday. So, it is. Um, this is the, the, real, the real 2020 has now begun. 2022? <laughs> <In> <laughs> <Australia, laughs> I mean, 2022. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe I said that? You just gave away two years. Easy to do, Beck, given... <laughs> The last two years. <laughs> oh wow! This is probably a sign of um, a sign of where where all of our heads are at, really. <laughs> but we are we are super excited to be back for another year and another you know whole bunch of fun language chats episodes. Yes, What's been going on indeed. lately, anyway, Beck? Anything fun language related before we dive into our Ooh. episode today? Fun and language related. Well, I had my first. Danish class of the year a couple of weeks ago. That was good. Um, I played my first game of Wordle yesterday, um, which I feel like everyone is talking about Wordle or at least sharing it. Everyone except for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, my curiosity was, was, was piqued. Is that what we yes, say? About curiosity? I think so. Um, and I looked it up yesterday and had a go at playing Wordle for the first time and I liked it. Ooh. So it's a bit like Scrabble, but solo Scrabble. Uh, no. no. I'd say it's more like a guessing game. Okay. Um, where you're trying to almost like crack a code, but the, <gasps> the code is a five letter word. Okay. And you have several guesses. I think it's like five or six guesses to try and guess the word. So every every time you try and guess a five-letter word, it tells you whether or not any of the letters are it, – it turns the letter turns green if it's in the right place and if it's in the word. The letter, the letter turns kind of gold or yellow if it's in the word but not in the right position. Mm. And then it turns grey if the letter is not in the word. So you kind of have to use those clues to work out what the word might be. <gasps> Okay. Mm. Mm. But what I also really like about it is that it can't be that addictive because I think it only refreshes every 24 hours or something. So you can't actually play it more than once a day. Okay. Oh, that's good. And Mm. I know that you posted up in the Facebook group, the Language Lovers AU Cubidity Facebook group about Wordle and everyone just went crazy with all their comments (laughs) and what languages they're playing in. And this is the cool thing about it is that people have kind of I, I think I think other people have gotten on board and created the game in other languages. I don't think the guy who originally developed it okay. has done all the other language options. Um, but that's really cool for people like us who are interested in other languages because if you I mean obviously you can play it in English if you are an English speaker, but then 
there are lots of other options for you to potentially try in another language that you speak or another language that you are learning um, just as like a bit of a challenge. Okay. So if you're listening out there, we would love to know the languages that you're playing Wordle in and how you're finding it. Jump on the Facebook group and let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have something really fun to announce, don't we, Mm, for 2022. Yes, and it's going to be kind of the topic of what we're going to be talking about today, at least in part. Um, And that is, so we should give credit where credit is due because one of our Language Lovers AU community members actually gave us this fantastic idea um, and we're running with it. Um, So (laughs) we we can't take credit for for this idea. Um, But thank you, Evan, who we also previously... um, interviewed on this podcast um so we will put the um link to his interview in the show notes so if you want to go back and listen to our chat with um with evan then you can but evan gave us a great idea um towards the end of last year um because in our last episode for those who listened to episode 59 we were talking about our reflections on 2021 and maybe some of the things that we would like to do in 2022 2022, not not 2020 or whatever year I said earlier. <laughs> Definitely 2022. And one thing that we had both, I think we both of us, both of us mentioned was um, the idea of potentially having a little bit of a dabble in a new language. Um, and we're big fans of the concept of dabbling. We'll talk about that a little bit more today. Um, but after we had mentioned this, we got a message from our friend Evan and he said, well, if it was, well, to me initially, but it was, Beck, if you're going to you know, dabble in Russian, I'll dabble in Georgian. And I was like, that's a cool idea. And then he said, what if you had a challenge? What if we ran a little dabbling challenge? And you know what? We thought that was a fantastic idea. So Evan, you're awesome. And we're going to run a dabbling challenge. (laughs) So that means that all of you wonderful people listening to language chats can join us in a language dabbling challenge this year. Exactly. And it's going to be in it's going to be in March. So there, there are more details to come. We're kind of just letting you know about the I guess the the, the initial stuff right now. But um, the plan is that the double challenge will be in March um, for the full month. Um, and all you really need to do at this point is decide: is there a language that you have been thinking? You know what? I just want to try a little bit of that. I don't want to launch full pelt into it, but I just want to learn a little bit. Oh, I'm so excited because this is like. The perfect timing, the perfect type of challenge, and I've got my language in mind. Um, Ooh, which is? Oh, Indonesian. Yes. Yay. And yes. Beck, yours is Russian. Yes, it <laughs> So if you're listening and you are keen to join us for the language double challenge, like Beck said, there'll be heaps more information coming your way. But the most important thing is firstly, to have a think about the language you are keen to dabble in. But secondly, make sure you are a member of our Language Lovers AU community on Facebook, our Facebook group. Um, So we'll put a link for that in the show notes and you can easily find that on Facebook if you're not a member already. And that's where all the info will be coming out so that you can keep across what we're doing and how you can take part. And it's all going to be very informal and casual and fun but it'll be just a great way to try the new language and share with everyone what you're doing, what you're learning, how you're going. Exactly. And we should say as well, this is totally, you know, this is no strings attached. 
this is just a, it's just something fun to do amongst a community. Um, we don't have at this point any other, no other motive except <laughs> for it to be something fun where we could all motivate each other to just learn a little bit over a few weeks. And we love a bit of external accountability too, don't we, Beck? <laughs> oh, do, do we ever? <laughs> I know we, we've been saying, uh, you know, for, for quite some time, oh, well, when we say something on the podcast, so we really have to do it. Well, um, also, if you tell things to a Facebook group, also sometimes it really feels like you have to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, hopefully this will be a fun experience for, for anybody who's in our community um, and a relatively low pressure, low commitment way to get motivated. I can't wait. So mm. in terms of dabbling... I feel like, Beck, you've had some fun kind of recent dabbling experience and I feel like I am coming at this as a relative newbie to dabbling mm. and some other people might be in the same boat as well. Uh, if you were to put your kind of advice hat on, what would you say and um, where would you say is a good place to start as a new kind of dabbler? Irrespective, I guess, of the language that you're choosing to dabble in. Well, if I'm thinking about my own experience of just sinking my teeth into a language very briefly, um, I think there's always something, I mean, there's always going to be something that inspires you, right? Whether you're watching something or you listen to something or you read something or whatever it is, there is something that makes you think that's a cool, that sounded cool, or I like the look of that, you know, and you have to initially just go, well, what was that? Mm. What was that thing that kind of got you interested? Um, and I think, I think I've always used that as kind of my starting point. Have you had any recent language dabble experiences? Well, I think before I started learning, before I started like, deciding to go down the serious path of like learning Danish I say learning in inverted commas um where you know I have regular classes and I engaged a teacher in teaching me and that kind of that whole thing um before that I had a little dabble in Danish first okay and that was that started with TV because for me just about always it starts with TV. <laughs> and I was watching a TV show and I was like, I like this. I like the sound of it. I like how I like how it how people's faces move when they try and make the sounds for that language. Um, it looks interesting to me. It has letters with diacritics that I haven't seen before. I, I was interested in in the language. And then I kind of let it just let it slide for a little bit. And then the next thing I did was I, I actually, on one of the apps that I like to use, I added that language to that app. That was how I started. Oh, cool. In fairness. So, Do you remember the yes. TV show? That- yes, it was Borgen. It was Borgen. Anybody who has watched yes. Borgen. Um, so that was what got me interested. I didn't dabble straight away. I like came back to it a bit later and then I was like, you know what? I will add Danish to memorise. <laughs> And so I started having a little bit of a play on Memorize and then, you know, I sort of left it for a little bit and then I came back and had a little bit more of a double. And so it it always starts off not 
Like I, I don't go, all right, what's my 10-year plan for how I'm going to learn this language? Dabbling, I think, in its in and of itself is just very low commitment. Yeah, and a very loose arrangement. And yes, exactly. Loose arrangement, low pressure. And actually that's a good thing to point out now as well that probably a couple of years ago now, Beck, right, episode yes. seven, we did do an episode about dabbling and there's a little bit of good stuff in that episode about you know, taking your dabble into something a little bit more serious. So mm. if you're interested in, in hearing a bit more about that, you might want to jump back into episode seven and have a have a little listen to that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like what you're saying about, you know, have a think about what's calling you to that language, like what has actually made you think that this could be a fun language to have a little try of. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes like this is not to say like because it dabbling is kind of low commitment. It's not to say that at some point in the future you may not decide to actually get sunk into it. But initially, and we talked about this in episode seven, so if you do go back and listen to this, you may, you may be hearing us repeat some of these sentiments. But I think the, the worst part sometimes for a lot of people of the whole idea of learning a language is that it's so intimidating to take it on. And the the concept of getting of starting is almost so scary and there's so much fear about what it involves because this could be a very, very long-term <laughs> relationship that you have with a language. And that that is true. Like, you know, it's it's very valid to be to be scared about the idea of kind of going, I think I'm going to go and learn inset language here and then try and learn that because it will take a long time but that's not a reason to not just dip your toes in the water yes yes well I have already started to think about how I might go about mm. doing some dabbling and I liked thoughts? your suggestion about um you know starting to look through um adding your language to an app your app of choice um but um, I think my first point of call might be YouTube. Um, oh, yes. Just because I think I really like the whole, the visual audio combo and then you can see the words up on the screen as well as hear it at the same time. Um, and you can also jump into whatever kind of videos or topics calls you. So whether it's like a general introduction or perhaps it's something more specific around, I don't know, food or something like that. True. That's a great idea. So much content. Yeah. Endless, endless content. I know. So I think that sounds that sounds fun. One of the things I was also thinking about before we um, jumped on to record was, okay, so, you know, as, as dabblers and as part of this cha- challenge or as part of, you know, another time when we might choose to be, you know, trying out a new language, should we have some some goals or any endpoints in mind or is that kind of contrary to the whole point of dabbling what's mm. your thoughts well I think I think goals are always good right I don't think you have to have any well see this is tricky I feel like I need to have a think about exactly how I word this <laughs> 
I do think you can set goals, but you have to be careful about how big you make your goals. Mm. So I think uh, we all have a tendency to when we go, ooh, goals, like person standing at the top of a mountain, like with a flag, like goal. Um, Whereas like in the context of what we're discussing, dabbling, for example, and especially if you are just committing to a short period of time of having a bit of a play, you need to have like goals that are relative to that context. So they should be (laughs) small-ish, relatively little goals. (laughs) As you're talking, I'm thinking in my own head something which might work well for me is something around the lines of dabble in Indonesian enough to see whether it's a language that I could see myself in the future Mm -hmm. learning properly in inverted commas, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> committing to, um, because it's just like such a new language for me. I did a term or a semester or something as a 12 or 13-year-old and I really was mm-hmm. a very disengaged, bad student. Um, and I've never been to Indonesia before and it's, you know, one of our closest neighbours. I think all these things add up to, you know, it being a really awesome language to learn yeah, um, definitely. but you know when you don't know anything about it you kind of go oh I don't well, know that's true and, and you're you in the same know, boat yeah you don't necessarily well you don't know what you don't know I guess as well so if you actually know absolutely nothing about the language or you know almost nothing about the language that you're thinking about having a bit of a double in then yeah it's going to be a bit difficult maybe to to set quite specific goals related to that language however you could probably set more general goals like let's say it was to learn two words a week I'm keeping it low (laughs) like low 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 pressure but five five words a week over four weeks you know maybe maybe all you want to do by the end of this month-long period is have 20 words up your sleeve oh Yep. You know, or it's like I just want to have a series of – I want to be able to have a particular kind of simple conversation by the end of that time. Or I want to learn the alphabet or the the script of that language yeah. if it's not something that's too difficult. Um, like probably my first goal in um, trying to have a bit of a double in some Russian is that I'd really like to be able to learn the Cyrillic alphabet. Um, And I think that's kind of an achievable goal for a month. Um, Even if I can't commit a lot of time to this, even if I can only do it, you know, once a week, even just a little bit of time, I think I could probably have my head roughly across that alphabet by the end of that time. It's funny because I'm nodding and I really, I'm nodding, but I have really no idea what learning the Cyrillic <laughs> alphabet's going to entail. So I'm, I'm cheering for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm saying all of this. We might get to the end of the challenge and I'll just be like, wow, that was a terrible goal. I, I couldn't do that. No, no. I, I, think, I think that is actually an achievable goal in a month, but that's not going to be the same for every language, of course. Like you couldn't say, you know, I'm going to learn all the characters in Japanese um, in the space of a month. That's probably not a Achievable. Mm-hmm. So I guess in terms of yeah, goal setting, goals are awesome, but make sure that the goals are actually something that feels like it's achievable to you in a small space of time and when you're not doing it like every day. I think that's what we want to sort of probably 
the environment we want to kind of create with this little challenge is as well like this is not a you know you don't have to post something on on social media every single day to show that you're keeping up with all of your stuff like it's fine you can just do like whatever time you have (laughs) which is a really good point because this leads me on to another thing I was thinking about Mm. before we jumped on Beck was about the idea that there might be people who want to join the language double challenge who are more thinking of it from a passion-led point of view. So maybe they've got a really strong interest in food. Somehow it always comes back to food. I don't know why. <laughs> or <laughs> or travel or, uh, I don't know, maybe want to read books to their kids or you know, music is a really good one as well. And so be, I'm really interested and excited to see people out there who jump on because they want to dabble in the language because of a particular passion or interest, which is more narrow potentially than a more generalist approach to kind of learning, which dabbling is so awesome for, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I think that's a great, it's a great place to start. And it does come back to that whole idea of the, yeah, the inspiration. It's like, if you have something that you just love, if you have a song, a K-pop song that you are just so into, um, (laughs) and that is your reason to like, maybe just have a tiny little double in Korean. Hey, why not? Yep. I love it. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait. First of March is going to be here before we know it. So get your thinking caps on, people. I can't wait to see what languages everyone's going to choose. Yes, and join the and join the Facebook group. And if you are not already a part of our Facebook group, and you are joining specifically because you want to take part in this little kind of motivational month of fun, um, <laughs> then um, then when you when you join, there are some questions to answer, and you can mention it in there so that we know that you're coming in to to join the challenge. That sounds awesome. And we will catch you in another fortnight for another episode of Language Chats. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And do remember, of course, yes, join the join our Facebook group. That is the Language Lovers AU community on Facebook. Um, but, of course, you can find us in all of the usual places. Um, on Instagram, we are languagelovers.au. Um, on Facebook, our page is languagelovers.au. And if you just want to send us a good old email, um, then you can do that too via our website, languagelovers.com.au. That reminds me, Beck. That reminds me, Beck, as well. <laughs> we are going to be starting up the mailing list <laughs> this year, long poor neglected mailing list so if you would like to join the mailing list so that you keep up to date with the episodes with challenges with events as as and if when they happen um you can uh sign up to the mailing list on the website and if it's any comfort we don't email very often (laughs) (laughs) you might you might be you might be sensing that already so um so we promise we won't spam you (laughs) easy promise to keep hey absolutely oh thanks again everyone and we will talk soon good night see you next time bye